Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. We're glad to be with you guys again, and hopefully you're watching this and you can see Brendan do whatever the heck that was he was just doing. Guitar, guitar solo, I mean. It was, that's what I you was, call it. I almost uh, opened the cap on the bottle, which would have been disastrous. No cap. That would have been bad. Um, oh, cap. I don't get it. Oh, cap to my cap. shocked. Um, TJ Pinger, Bincock, Brendan Sinone, back with you guys again, live on the Facebook, the YouTube, Instagram. and the Twitter. Not Twitter. on Instagram. Hey, we say this every week, but if you're watching this on Twitter, you can't comment yet. StreamYard put on an update. It is coming. You'd be able to interact with us again. Ben's asking for us to go to different platforms because he's tired of not being able to get you guys. <laughs> I want to be able to comment and things. But if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or if you're on Twitter, go over to one of those other places so you can interact with us and watch this live. Ooh. We definitely appreciate it. Um, Brendan, Ben, how was you guys this weekend? How are you doing tonight? Like, What's going on? Ooh, I'm doing good. <laughs> I am doing good. Doing this well. past weekend, uh, spoiler, I picked up an awesome bottle. Not spoiler well, enough. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Great bottle pickup. Um, so, yeah, it's been a pretty good weekend. I picked up a bottle that was nowhere near as good as Ben's, but I did get to have Ooh. some amazing fried shrimp in South Georgia, of all places. And then I got to cover a football team that's won three games in a row for the first Had time lost in like five a month. years. Since I put on a tank top. We appreciate your uh, your effort there. Brendan, what are we doing on tonight's show? Give us a little rundown. I usually do these rundowns, but I'm going to let you do it tonight. Yeah, well, we, There will be a pursuits in purchases, obviously, because there have been purchases that we all want to talk about that you guys want to brag on. Mm, this is yes. the last of our October month shows, which RIP uh, October and Halloween. Halloween check out, coming up. Check out next week's episode or next week's uh, later this week's episode on Thursday with Blood Oath review. Gonna get weird. But today, TJ, we are going to start one of our favorite series, the little head-to-head action going on with King of the Hill. And uh future spoiler right now, it's gonna be a King of the Hill of finished whiskeys. So, That's right, baby. Finished fest. I'm fin- not even Finland. close to finish with this. I don't know that was a good one. Joke was. Pretty bad. Um, but at least we tried. Um, what are we going up against with it week one? All right. So, yeah, as, as a reminder, real quick as we get into it here. Um, well, do you want me to just tell them or do we want to talk about King of the Hill rules? What should I do? Let's talk about King of the Hill real quick. Explain the premise. Explain what our last two King of the Hills were. Explain when the they premise. went out. Just do so, a lot of explaining. I'll, I'll explain a lot of things. I'll try to do as quickly as possible. Thank God I explain things for a living, but I'm much better on paper than I am spoken word, uh, which is why I'm on multiple podcasts and video feeds. So King of the Hill is basically a way for us to take a bourbon, a rye, a whiskey that we like, 
and really tested out against others in a similar weight class of a, a similar category. So we've we've done it with a bourbon. We did it with 1920. We did it with a rye. We did it with wild turkey rare breed rye. And we basically pit it against a, a varying level of, again, whiskeys in a similar category. So uh, the, the Old Forester 1920 went against like the baby 100 Old Forester and it eventually lost in round three. I believe it was to Wild Turkey Rare Breed. Mm-hmm. Wild Turkey Rare Breed Rye went, I believe, four rounds. Who did it lose to? Do you guys remember? Was it Mictors? No, it didn't make it to Mictors. I think it only made it three rounds. Did it lose to Peerless? No. Oh, God. Well, regardless, should have done research and remembered our own show for this. But as I was going to drink a bunch of bourbon, you forget things. Um, it's a way to go ahead and judge different type of whiskeys head to head. We do it blind usually. Uh, for this one, though, we're going to be doing finishes. So we're going to go ahead and uh, start this off with, and we'll have to be blind because the finishes are going to be so different. Midwinter's Night Dram from High West Distillery. And uh, it's a beautiful bottle. Ben and I each got one. Shout out, Decadence Joe. Say thank you, Decadence Joe. Say say thank you to Decadence (sighs) Joe because he's going to get a little uh, little buttered over it. Don't tell him I said that. He is, though. If we're being but honest, he, he is. If we're being honest, hi Joe. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, I will share real quick my experience with High West Midwinter Night Dram, and then we'll mm-hmm. get into the specs on it, and then we'll get into the King of the Hill matchup for round one, which is usually an easier one. Yeah, I think this will be fairly easy. Um, I tried this a couple years, maybe three years ago, and it was one that I've been wanting to look out for. I love the bottle. I love the idea of the finish with the portwood. I love the color of it. I tried it at a local bar here in Tallahassee. I was out with my wife. She got a Hemingway uh, daiquiri, I believe it was. Um, and I got a neat pour of this. And then I pursued it for quite a while. I got it on a, uh, a Facebook group I'm part of. And then I saw another bottle again when I was in upstate New York, almost like in Canada. And I got that as well. And guys, I have to say, it is a top five whiskey for me to have in my collection. It's such a cool bottle. It's such a beautiful looking colored whiskey. And the taste is so unique and great with that port finish. Mm, yes. I am, I'm a big fan. I'm so happy I got a third bottle to add to the collection. And TJ did not. Thanks, Joe. That's again. My man literally has several and I still couldn't get one. Um, it's a toughie. You know what they say. Beggars can't be choosers. So um, I'm still trying to look up where that ended up losing. I, I will eventually find it, but it may take a little bit. But not a big deal. at this point, who cares? High yeah. West's Midwinter Nights Dram. What yeah. is it? You guys want to talk about what it is or no? Uh, who did the specs? I did it. I asked you guys to do it. So I've got I- it. A oh, limited release. Sorry, I know. Oh, hashtag prepared. <laughs> a limited release of High West Rendezvous Rye finished in French oak port barrels. But. But. That's not enough. I want to give you guys more information on that. What is Rendezvous Rye? Do you guys remember? Okay. We talked about it before. We did High West Distillery lineup. Ben, do you remember? Yes. You don't. Yep. High West Rendezvous Rye is a blend of older straight rye whiskeys mm-hmm. ranging in ages from four to nine years. Uh, it's a blend of straight rye whiskeys, uh, 95% rye and a 5% rye uh, bar- barley malt, sorry, instead of that second rye from MGP. Mm-hmm. The second one is an 80-20 rye slash malted rye split from High West Distillery. So it is that blend, that rendezvous rye blend, aged on French oak pork barrels. And they come up with their a year release 
of a midwinter night's dram. We are reviewing this year's, like Brendan said, Act Nine, nine. Scene One. Yes. Um, what's it going up against, Brendan? Oh, what's it going up against? I'm so glad you asked, TJ. You ready for this? Keep it up with the Halloween theme. Bam! Yes. Straight edge. Uh, careful, because Sweeney Todd. Super Halloween. Straight mm-hmm. edge. Sweeney Todd. Uh, so straight straight edge. TJ actually reviewed Strange. this once on our Tiki Talk. Uh, while That's ago. what I think of. When I think of Halloween, it's musicals. Broadway musicals. I mean, uh, let's see. Nightmare Before Christmas. Not a Broadway musical, but, you know, Sweeney Todd. Um Nightmare on Elm Street, the musical is a great one. If you guys haven't mm. seen it, mm-hmm. High School Musical, the musical. Oh, I have not. Gotta I have love not seen that one. That. I have not seen that. So, <laughs> Straight Edge is a bourbon finish in Cabernet Sauvignon, which is a red wine. I assume almost everyone here knows that, but as we do the King of the Hill, I want you to know what this is finished in. So, it's a bourbon. It's uh, by the Splinter Group. So Straight Edge is a blend of five, seven, eight-year-old bourbon from Kentucky and Tennessee. The bourbon was finished in Napa Valley, so it's California uh, finished, uh, where it was aged in seasoned wine barrels. The barrels import, well, I don't want to go over the, the tasting notes. It's from Oren Swift Winery, the barrels that they're finished in, uh, Mercury Head Cabernet. The mash bill is 70% corn, 17% rye, so a higher rye bourbon, 13% malted barley, MSRP about 40 Five to fifty dollars. Now here's the downside, fellas. Yeah. Proofed at eighty-four. It's forty-two percent alcohol. Ooh, sixty mm, percent so water. Is what you're telling me. I need a good amount of water when I'm drinking whiskey, so I get it. Not really, so, but I feel like saying that. The movie winner night dram is ninety-eight point six, just like the temperature of blood. Again, uh, Halloween theme. So there is a discernible Ooh. difference. I thought it was closer to ninety when I picked this out, fellas. My bad. We're just gonna have to kind of roll oh with it here. Goodness. This is a it's one nose. versus a 16. Which one? What are we getting into here? I think Midwinter Night Dream won on the nose. Oh, easily. Like I don't I could I could only nose the Midwinter Night's Dream and then taste the straight edge, and I'd pick nosing the, the dram. All right. So what are we getting on the nose for Midwinter Night Dream? What what's the uh, heaven? Yeah, it's like it's like, a, like yeah, Sugary, I get like plums. dark, dark fruit. Yeah, plum yeah. is absolutely right. Plum mm. is there. Ben, no, ben mentioned it, so it's in my head. I don't know if I'm really getting this or not, but some chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, I like, a, like a dark chocolate. <sighs> dark mm-hmm. chocolate. Not like white chocolate that likes, which is fake chocolate. That was it's also just, his nickname mm. in college. White chocolate. But it's very, it, to me, it's like very, mm. very dense. I. JT Hansen I, says Ben is weak. So mm, keep going. Mom's week. Okay. Mom's week. Yikes. <laughs> Cancel um. culture strikes again. <laughs> uh, brown sugar notes on it too, which I usually don't get yeah. in a rye, but that port I think brings out like this nice, uh, nice rich sweetness. What? Um, beautiful. Beautiful. Right. Notes. So we Amazing. love that nose. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about the straight edge nose. Which is tough to go to after that. This is a okay. water 16, like we mentioned. Yep. And again, we're going with a rye that's finished in port against a bourbon that's finished in cab so cab, very yeah. very different which i would have thought that the bourbon finished in cab but a little a little sweeter and a little bit darker like if you yeah. look at the look at the color on yeah. like this is the midwinters did we talk about an age difference oh there is a no age statement for either of these i believe uh, oh. but there's five seven and eight for the straight edge so it's a mixture of those um mm. so i don't know what the midwinter night dram age is 
I get a lot of wood. A lot of wood characteristics on the straight edge. You do get a lot of wood. I bet you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Guys, guys. That's a dick joke. Uh, It's a lot of like. Stiller, Brendan Coyle has got the same name as me. Oh, I knew I didn't like him. That's why you chose this. This thing is rigged. No, it's Um, the Midwinter Night Dram. Oh, I get. Yeah, like it's it, to me, it's, it's a woody and a lot of vanilla. I get a lot of vanilla on the nose. I am getting a little bit of throw up what Jake Hansen said real quick because this doesn't feel like a fair comparison. Brett Prisoner over straight edge. Yeah, I mean that's like also like a hundred. That's like saying I'm better than Brendan. Like it's not even like oh okay. Oh, it's <laughs> Jake, so well established. If you would like to send us Barstown <laughs> Prisoner for the King of the Hill, we will Ooh. gladly accept uh, a sample and a half. Yeah, um, I'll pick that up tomorrow. So bourbon, let's just say, like, so rye obviously is going to be usually spicier, heavier, uh, perhaps more herbally at times too. Bourbons are usually going to be corn heavy, mm-hmm. sweeter, depending on the finish or the, the, the age in the mash bill. Uh, sometimes fruity, sometimes sweet and, and desserty. The Cabernet, let's talk about the finishes. Port wine finish, what, is going to be... Uh, very dessert uh, rich it's gonna be berry. rich it's gonna be heavy mm. darker fruit very mm. sweet cabernet yeah. will mm. offer something similar as well probably less drastic notes more down home plate but berry and sweet is going to be similar too so you know, both wines one's a dessert wine one is yeah. not we're putting this straight edge up against an absolute mammoth of a of a competitor that's the problem here and yeah. this was actually a really good bourbon when I had it, I remember we had it while we had barbecue. It was perfect with barbecue over the um, summer. Yeah, it's a perfect over the summer, summer barbecue. I can see this being very summery. Yeah, like a white grape kind yep. of. Ooh, there you yeah. go. Ooh, shots fired here. Ooh, if Ben would stop flaking on plans, you already have it. Oh, I'm not sure God. if that's referring. We're, I'm not sure if no. that's referring to the wood or the bourbon that you were mentioning, but yeah. <laughs> the or the prisoners would. Uh, but this is this is a. For something that's a little bit corny, like cheesy, uh, straight edge, whatever, in Cal- like California based, it's actually a really good bourbon. We're just putting it up so, against something that is very yeah. tough tonight, and so I don't want to diminish how good I think this actually is. Um, but I was so pretty favorable to it. Edge, what you're saying? No, I'm sorry. We're definitely <laughs> voting this the other way. But let's talk about taste. Mm-hmm. Unless you had something, Brendan. Uh, real quick on the nose, I'm getting a little a little deeper uh, than the wood that that Ben is enjoying right now. I am getting berries i'm getting a little bit of brown sugar uh so i think that that cabernet sauvignon finish with the berry element is doing what it's supposed to do it's taking a low proof very good oh snap that was a good one that was a good one that's solid uh it's accomplishing its its feat of taking mid-aged bourbon at a low proof and making it somewhat interesting so so credit to them for for finishing this in a nice manner on the taste guys I like the nose much better than I like the taste. The taste is kind of very bourbony. Again, it got a little bit of sweet berry to it other than just the normal caramel, vanilla, wood, uh, yeah. and brown sugar that shows up there. This would just be awesome if it was 50% alcohol. If it was 100 proof, that would be a game changer. It's just, it's not even 90. It's 80. I would basically. agree. Yeah. It drinks, it drinks spicier than 80, 82 proof. You yeah. know, it, it makes me feel For like even it being finished, like even it being finished, solid. it drinks spicier than that. The guys who do this are wine, more in the wine range. So, mm. you know. North California, kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, let's taste the Midwinter Night Dram now. Oh, I have, and it's amazing. Oh, it is like, 
the heaviest of heavy oh. rise. Like, it's not as heavy as uh, Decadence, Decadence Joe's Decadence, you know, but. DJ. Let's call him DJ from now on. DJ. We, sh- we should have, oh, damn, we should have had Decadence in the Widow Jane Decadence in this. We should uh, have finish. invited him on. He'd have given it four votes and one. Yeah. Uh, it's his favorite. We do know that. It's, it's not like, even fair to have these two back to back. It's this like creamy not- and spicy. Man, the mouth the mouthfeel on this is like top notch. It's and thick, it's heavy. Man, that's yeah. really getting all it is thick and heavy. Yeah. I'm just telling you, man, it's, it's great. Well, from the wood expert. Yeah, um, you know me. I will I will say that the so what I love about the midwinter night dram is you guys know I'm not a huge rye fan, but like it has that rye spice and and, and the herbaliness, but that port really kind of rounds it out and adds yeah, this element yeah. of sweetness to it. And that's why I love it. But going from this watery straight edge bourbon to that, like the rye notes are jumping out to me to where the finish is almost getting muted because of uh, how thin the other one was in comparison. I think that's what made this kind of a good one over the summer. It was super hot outside. Um, We, I mean, the place we went was only outside anyway, but we sat outside. I had been at a baseball game all day. It was warm in Tallahassee. Um, And eating barbecue. Yeah, yeah, eating barbecue, you're kind of cooling off with a. It's almost like a spritz, like a. Mm-hmm. It's like a nice, refreshing. Mm-hmm. But but on, on a serious note, you are kind of having a nice, lighter, wine finished bourbon. Yeah, with barbecue, it, it fit very well. If you're at home in the middle of October or the end of October, where we are now, although we are in Florida, it's not that cold. But Probably. and you want something a little bit. It it did yeah it rained all day here so it kind of got a little bit cooler. Ta- Tallahassee nice. is about to have a cold front. It'll be like seventy. Yeah. Dude, on Saturday we're we're having a little party on Saturday. You're not invited, sorry. Um, but I'll be in Clemson, and that's why I didn't invite you. So, um, high is seventy two. It's really nice. Can't it's nice wait. Sweater Can't weather. Wait. Yep. I'll tell you what though. Uh, in contrast to uh, to straight edge though, like midwinters, I would not want to drink this anywhere sunny like it needs to be the tundra oh no freezing cold i need to be wearing a jacket it yeah. is funny like it to me it's more like a nice crisp fallish than like this warming wintry one but it is super like it, it is a sit outside and like this, yeah this yourself. is like very pumpkin pie after oh. thanksgiving dinner what about know? a nice little like little bonfire going on you sit outside yeah. it's nice and cool oh you should take this up to the cabin in north carolina and open it up there but thanks man appreciate it <laughs> Definitely gonna do that. Um, For those so, of you that don't know, I had this bottle specifically reserved to be opened on Thanksgiving with my oh family. Oh no! Did we ruin it? Oh, TJ God. was like, "Hey, bring that bottle over," and I was like, "Are you serious?" He's like, "Yeah, it's King of the Hill," and I was like, uh, uh, "The best part gosh. is he's probably gonna win a couple more uh, rounds." I'm 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 voting straight edge. We're going to shut this thing down right now. <laughs> All right, so we're edge. voting. Are we at the voting part? Because I think this is pretty open and shut, guys. Oh, man, it's so good, man. Like the love. Okay, another point that I want to make here. I am always really anti letting your bourbons or rye like air out. This one definitely benefits from it. That's better. And it, but it changes. It changes from first pour to about like 15, 20 minutes later. But be there for all of it. Like just knows it for like 20 minutes. And that sounds really pretentious. 
because it, it, it is. It, it is excellent. I it am totally absolutely is, but... going over to Ben's house after this and getting more. Like it is that good. Valve pass. <laughs> Unlikely. I'm interested um, in tasting other action scenes, though. You know, these are like they have different releases. This is, you know, this is Ben trying to nine. set up to have one of these so, bottles. Yeah, TJ, say, bring we, your other action scene. I need to go try that. We one just had it the other night. Like, we just uh, tried it on Saturday. Yeah, ben this forgot about better. that. This is way um, better. Bring it over there, and let's try them side by side. There was an act apparently like three, four years ago that wasn't as good. That act like six. Got, was that it? That people got like it was, yeah, it was yeah, like six or whatever. Yeah, people got mad at it. Yeah, it was their first year that High West introduced their own distillate into the. Uh, oh, so they ruined into it. it. Now that they ruined it, it was just the first year. I mean, you never different. Yeah. You never good the first time. Speak That's for yourself. Um, all right, so we're oh man. Oh this my God! Just got decadent. Decadence. All right, Mister Decadence himself. We big, talked a ton of crap about Joe before. Big he got decadent here. vibes Sorry, tonight. Um. All right, so we all vote for High West Midwinter Night Stram. I don't know that we have yeah, to do the actual vote, but that's that's a pretty easy yeah. one. Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry, sixteen. You know what? This was a good. This is a sixteen that like gave it a good like. A, it, a it was half. good in war. It was good in warmups. Nah, it wasn't because nah, the nose didn't win. Like the nose, it's a great bench player. They came out. Yeah. They came out and hit a couple threes and made it interesting for the first five minutes. We got to the under four timeout and it wasn't exciting at all. So. All right, all right. Sorry, for, straight for edge. The, for the FSU fans that are watching, we're doing a uh, basketball preview episode with Chris Nee tomorrow night from on the bench. Go really? check that out. Go check that out on doublefriesdoublesaw.com. Um, <laughs> did he really? Did he uh, really commit on the to bench? That? Oh yeah, on the bench, <laughs> Bill Fry's mashup. Uh, he is the fourth and final member from the on the bench team to uh, to join the podcast. But the it had to be a basketball. The <laughs> only that exact the only way you could get him on was to entice him with basketball. There was no yeah. way in hell he was going to do it without <laughs> basketball. That's hilarious. Talks about football enough, but dude, uh, today he was telling me about all the work he had to do this week and like, cause we're traveling up to Clemson together. We're driving up first road trip for me of the year, and he was like, "All right, I got to do this, this, and this." He neglected to tell me he was going to podcast with you. Mm. I think he didn't want I to do it. I not even do it. I think Richie's just going to do it because um, I, I don't know anything about basketball. I don't even know how to drive the boat on that. So I Speaking, like, about, oh, Richie speaking of knowing nothing about basketball, I love bourbon so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our, uh, while we're talking about basketball, our viewership just went up by like 15 people. So uh, maybe oh, we should get back to that. That's Chris Nee. It was a Chris Nee. Chris, 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 Chris Nee heard about it and he jumped in real quick, got the whole family around all on their iPads to watch. Um all right, so that wins. Do we want to talk about what uh, Midwinter Night's Dram, uh, Ben's episode, do we want to talk about what, uh, I'm sorry, Ben's bottle, we want to talk about what it's going up against next week, or do we want to leave that as a surprise? Ooh. Oh, God, I forgot what it's going up against ne- next week. I ha- I have oh, it it's going up against something really good. Something you guys do not want to miss. I don't, Can't I don't even want to tease this too much. It. It's going up against what we got Brendan for his birthday. This. Oh, I'm sorry, what he got himself from birthday. Oh, that's the right. Tagamore, yeah, Tagamore yeah. Cognac finish. Um, is what we'll be going up against yeah. with this. Wanted to and see then, what a rye with a slightly different finish and similar proof would do. This is going to be a, more of a fair fight. It will, for sure. Yeah, It'll lose, but it, it'll be more of a fair fight. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got a few more exciting ones kind of coming down the pike, as the kids say these days. Um, okay, what do we have next? Uh, wait, Ben and I hung out a little bit this week and did some tasting and stuff. Let's talk Thanks about that. for the invite. Uh, I told you to um, come. You're never invited to anything. That's what she said. You're never invited to anything that I ever do again, ever. Um, ben, do you remember what we had this week? Oh, 
do I remember? Oh, yes. So I have acquired and gotten rid of multiple wild turkey. Are we talking about pursuits and purchases? Oh, you know, I was going to talk about, we just got together on Saturday and had a little bit of, we, we had, okay, let, let's back up a little bit. On Saturday, we got up. together and we had, um, we had some midwinter nights, Dram. Yeah. An earlier act. The, the act yeah. seven. Um, mm-hmm. Really, really good. We, after that, we had the, um, Oh my gosh. I the high West American, <laughs> the high West American Prairie yes. finished in the Banyuls. Yes. Really, really good. And then both of those really good. High West does a great job. We're both, I, you know, I don't know if I had to put my top five distilleries out there, like high West and old forester would definitely be in there. Probably have to do Buffalo trace because that's just what everyone does. I don't know. Turkey's probably, you know, wild Turkey's probably in there. And then, I don't know what number five is, but makers mark sneaky in the conversation, Ooh, guys. Yeah. Like that. Um, did Brendan just George Costanza beep beep beep? Could be. Um, I, I didn't, I um, didn't hear. Am I supposed to end? Could beep? I, I did do a beep when you said let's back it up. Believe it or not, Brendan isn't, isn't at home. Funny? Please leave. What? <laughs> Nothing. Leave a message. I know what's going on. Seinfeld. The one where Ben doesn't get the joke. That's, that's friends. That's friends. We just I used the same joke twice in a row. Yeah, he wouldn't have got it though. Screw you guys. Um, anyway. So we we had those. High West does a fantastic job. We really enjoyed it. Um, I like that idea though. Top five. That needs to be a. Kara just texted from the other room. Wow, Seinfeld friends mashup joke again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> stop over listening. Tune in on Facebook and comment live. Um, so. That should be an episode. Our favorite five distilleries. Bro, you got like 20 podcasts. Your poor wife. I feel yeah, really be. bad for her. Should be all right. I made an amazing dinner tonight. So she really loved it. And then um, we had. We had. Thank you. Okay. This is the point so, of the story here. So I hope I hope he is watching live. But I'm going to tell I'm going to tell the rest of this. Because this is. You're taking too long. I walk inside. And we had tried at both those high west. And TJ was like, hey. I have this box of samples. Go and grab one. And I was like, okay, not a big deal. I'm going through the samples. He has some like some bangers. And I don't want to touch those. Some complete garbage. Don't want don't to touch, touch bangers. Those. Yeah, don't touch, don't touch any of those. Right. But then there was this one labeled TC um 14 year MGP, you know, or TC single barrel. Mythical. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 14-year MGP, right. mythical store pick. And I'm like, okay, don't know what this one is, but 14-year MGP, going to be probably pretty good. He didn't good. want to take into my bangers, but he took a 14-year single barrel store pick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be good. I wanted to follow. We're following up. Banger. We're following up midwinters, right? And so we go out there and start drinking it, and we got two ounces, so teachers are like, hey, let's just finish this and call it a day. We're like, great. And so – TJ looks at the label and we're like, what is this? And we, so we thought it was like Traverse city, single barrel, like store pick that was supposed to be at a higher proof and 14 years, but we, we couldn't determine it, but he saw the writing. It was like, Oh, that's what Elliot sent us. And so he's like, Oh, I'll just text him. And <laughs> how did you come- know it was Elliot's handwriting? Well, I just remembered opening that sample up from, Really? Seem like Elliot. something that a yeah, psychopath sent, would remember. I sent, I sent him that Russell's 13. Then he sent me the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, the older one. And right. it had like a sample bottle in it. And I just uh, remember that sample bottle being from him. 
And I, I don't know when I've got like a 14 year pick of something, like I'm not typically opening that on myself. Like I want to save that, yeah. share it with somebody. I'm glad Ellie I'm a good was person. nice to you guys. He's dead to well, me. Well, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait hold, hold on. on. We're not done with the story. Two chicken biscuits out of my hand and a cookie <laughs> away from my wife this weekend. We're not done with the story yet. So anyway, me you and T.J. drinking this thing. Chicken biscuit. <laughs> or no. did you? So no. anyway, me and T.J. drinking this cat. We're like, oh, this is pretty good. You know, like, I wonder what this is. Like, we just, we're just going at it. We're like, man, what in the world is this? Cat in the and so T.J. texted him. And uh, Elliot pulled a whole entire uh, Basil Hayden April Fool's switcheroo. It was Russell's 13. We're like, holy crap. We, we didn't even <laughs> rinse the glasses. We did not even rinse the mid We were just the like, oh, we'll just have a sip of this. Dang it. And he was just like, oh, that was just an old bottle. I was just throwing the Russells back to send you a a sample of the Russells that you had given me. And I was like, what in the world? So then we tried to enjoy, you know, after we'd already drank it like 75% of the way down. Thank you, Elliot. I really appreciate you sending us an old bottle (laughs) that you didn't take the time to write what it was. I stopped by his office a couple weeks ago at this point to drop off uh, some samples for him. And he was like, oh, by the way. And he pulled, he's like, I think this is for you. It is a Russell's Reserve 13. Did he I label have. it Russell's 13? It is RR 13. You should stop labeling any sample you give him. You should be like, also, oh, just, yeah, a, there's no sample on it. Chicken biscuits. <laughs> oh, you got chicken biscuits this weekend? It was a noon game. What's wrong with chicken biscuits? Nothing. Yeah. They gave us two chicken biscuits instead of one chicken sandwich and okay, well, that's double chips. meat. The Don't issue is that? one. He does. I love meat. Uh, this side of me and this side of me, and just taking a bite out of both biscuits at the, at same, the same time. time. So, what were you upset about? You were upset that he gave uh, you two ba- chicken well, I was given instead? a mission this week. My wife tried a Chick Fil A chocolate chip cookie for the first time a week ago, and she like our mind was blown because they are really good for you know drive through uh, chocolate sure. cookie. Um, and what they do at FSU is they put them on the bottom of these catering boxes. So they have the chicken sandwich on top of to the cookie. Them. To so warm it up. Yeah. Really freaking good. Solid play. So she was like, can you bring that home for me? The issue is I want to eat the cookie myself and I'm there for like six hours. So food is so kind of scarce. No. Yeah. Well, no, because I'm dutiful. You could have used mine. Well, so one of the writers was not there, and I asked him, I'm like, hey, man, you're not here. Can I have your chicken sandwiches or your chicken biscuits? <laughs> he told me yes, and then a few uh-huh. minutes later, and you can hear this all on the bench, too, because it was a major source of contention. Elliot walked by. He's like, hey, where is this guy's box? I'm like, oh, he's not here. No, I said nothing. I said nothing because I'm awful. And Chris Neig, who will be on TJ's other podcast, is getting very convoluted and very incestuous very quickly. It's mm-hmm. like Sonone took it. Yes. Called out. And I was like, dude. And he's like, give it to me. We'll give it to other people since this guy isn't here. So I lost the chicken biscuit. <laughs> now, he didn't Jeez. steal it from you. Yes, he did. <laughs> Matt told me I could have his. Baker? It's called being a host. Uh, Herschel. <laughs> I mean. Who did Elliot give it to? All... That's who I really want to. I want to interview I don't know. that person. I think we'd all. They can come on tomorrow's show. <laughs> Have you ever gone that. to a wedding? Have you ever gone to a wedding, Brendan, and be like, oh, my wife couldn't come, but I can have both meals? Can I have I'll a salmon steak, and I'll the steak? I'll steak and salmon. And the salmon? <laughs> I got the last laugh. I didn't get the chicken biscuits, but I went to other people's boxes later and, well, hey, and stole chocolate chip cookies. That okay. Were not what could have easily happened is you just drive home and you stop at Chick Fil A and get her one. There's 17 chip of them cookie. in Tallahassee too. Dude, I, mean, I would have had Chris geez. said the same thing, and I would have to wait in line when they were just going to be wasted. No, no. How am I? 
How am I wrong for this? I don't understand what's happening. You're a thief. Oh, anyway, God. back to bourbon. I love bourbon so much. So, <laughs> all right. Remember when so this we, used to be a bourbon podcast? Yeah, I, I remember don't. that. I don't. Uh, we had the Russell's 13. It was fantastic. What little bit we knew so we, of it. So we could tell. And then, Ben, take us into Pursuits and Purchases and talk to us about what else we've had. Oh, my gosh. So, like I was saying, we have acquired and gotten rid of, via Elliot, a couple nice wild turkey products. And so, when this started hitting the shelves, as I slowly hold up my wild turkey master's keep one, I knew that if I got my hands on one, I really needed to keep it and not sell it. So one came in. Um, I got in touch with my uh, total wine and talked to somebody. They said, call, uh, you know, it says call, uh, call a total wine in Tampa. They have some and don't I called be, them. Shut, don't be telling. Don't tell though. people. Also, did you be like, Hey, Brendan would like one too. And oh, just was, hold on. I'll get to the end of the story. Oh and so I was like, Hey man, I, no, heard you you guys, <laughs> I heard you guys have one. And they're like, who told you that? And I said, it's other store. Like who at that other store? And I was like, sounds like someone's getting in trouble. So I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fair enough. So anyway, they hooked us up with the bottle and uh, I opened it immediately. Uh, and it is arguably the sexiest bottle I own. It is good looking. The Willow Pasta. The Masters Keep series that Wild Turkey does. Check it, that yeah. bottle out, man. Awesome. They did, it's, Engraved. That's a nice, heavy, freaking de- turkey. Pick up the uh, cap. Take the cap and try to do it. Thank you. Thank you. The cap is amazing. The yes. cap is sandwich brass, wood in the middle, super heavy. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful. It's so, the first time that Wild Turkey's in a toasted finish on their Masters collection. 101 proof. Aged between 9 and 14 years. Finish for days, uh, days and so days. This is uh, going to be difficult. Like I had to make the decision. I don't know if you guys think I made the right one or not. So I got the 17-year-old bottle and bottle one. That, that was last year's, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Uh, I will share that with you guys coming up in November because I believe that's going to be turkey month for us. Turkey, turkey. Uh, it is incredible. I love it. I drink it on Thanksgiving, and that's about it because it's so freaking good. I got it shipped to me. To save about $20 on shipping, I said no to the box. Do you think I made the right decision? No, no. Uh, the box I, I, is great, man. I'm going to do matters. with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm eventually going to throw it away. Right. I, Which, I, remember keeping my, I remember keeping my first couple EHT single barrel um, tubes, and then you finish the bottle, and you're like, I'm throwing this tube away. Like, this is pointless. Um, so here's here's this is another point. This actually goes really well into the conversation that me and TJ were having. I think it's pretty commonplace for like whenever you're trying to find like expensive bottles that like you and a buddy go in and split the cost of the bottle, right? Like you'll yes. like, Hey, like, let's try it. Like you have half and I'll, I'll do half. And then you kind of split it. But the problem is, is both of you want the bottle so you can like whip it out. Right. You know, no one really cares if you walk out with a Good water care. bottle uh, or a decanter of, you know, right. some whiskey that supposedly is, Masters Keep All Turkey One. And so in my head, I think that when I start finishing these bottles, there's got to be a market for empty bottles because you're splitting <laughs> right. stuff. Wait. I'm going to start selling empty bottles. Ben, do you have no idea what the that there's a market for empty bottles? I'm you making can... the market. The market no, exists because I thought of it. No. 
I am a there genius. There is a market. I don't think you thought because this I just started it. The market is starting. People will sell George T. Stag, Peppy Van Winkle, right. highly allocated ones for like hundreds of dollars, just the bottles, so people oh. can make counterfeits. So if that's something. Oh, you like I'm not to counterfeiting. Do. No, no, no. I'm not counterfeiting it. So I'm saying I will say split the bottle. Yeah, that is that is so true. Are you kidding me? Ben, ben does have pure. Ben does have pure intentions on this. Like there are times where Ben and I will have split, split a the cost of a of a bottle, whether that be secondary or whatever and we end up saying like man who gets to keep the bottle right and we kind of go back and forth like he'll keep one i'll keep one he'll keep one i'll keep one have but, you never split a bottle brendan doesn't it suck to not have the bottle but if we had that extra bottle it'd be cool to like pour it so we both have a jack Daniels bar- single barrel barrel strength rye mm-hmm. we we got another one and so what we'll do with that third one is we'll pour it into both of our bottles and we'll have an extra one. So anyone else that like wants one, like can have it. So So. Ben does have nice intentions. Hey, what we did last night, we went over to Ben's house and played some card games. Uh And while doing that, that master's key, Ben whined about it all day being Mm -hmm. or all weekend being a toasted um, finish. I know. I wasn't a fan. He was not excited about that. And he loves it. Ever since trying it, he has loved it. But loved it tastes a little less toasted than everything else. Than some well, other I, I, stuff, yeah. Wild so, turkey usually skews flavor profile like harsher in a lot of ways yeah. like compared to other Peppery. bourbons. So, yeah. So that with a toasted finish actually makes a ton of so sense for that to with, play well. With some card games last night, we tried this. Mm. And it was fantastic. Wait, you combined all three? No. no. We oh, tried them independent heresy. of each other. Um but that'd be delicious. That'd be a delicious whiskey. All three. It was a delicious somewhere. tasting. We did not combine all three. The I think that Michter's toasted barrel. Um, we said the nose on the toasted barrel rye was better. Um, yeah, it's and really good. the you know the the wild turkey skews a little rye heavy at times, and so it it just kind of worked well. Like both of these, the master's keep and the mixtures rye were really, really good. The bourbon's good, but it's just very, very sweet. And doesn't have any of those rye spices to kind of uh, balance it out is the right word. Right. So anyway, really, really good tasting that we got to have. Wild Turkey runs away with the finish though. Like the finish is just, it just sits on you. It's great. I love when something sits on me on the finish. Also, if you're not watching this live, we tried Master's Keep, one, Michter's Toasted Barrel, rye, and Michter's Toasted Barrel bourbon. So, Thanks, Ben. Well, it's not like even like you're the professional podcast host of the group. Really good yeah. job. He's professional as of like 10 months. I'm glad that you guys live so close together and can just walk to each other's house and try these great bourbons. I'm here by myself with stupid straight edge. You Imagine if you, had, you could split a bottle and then you both have a bottle. Wouldn't that be great? I would just sell it for money. <laughs> Pursuits and purchases. Ben's already kind of given his with that master's keep there. Yes. Uh, Brendan. I'm out of money. Go ahead. Oh, I went to South Georgia this weekend. Got a little uh oh TJ left us. That's good. That's that's great. You keep talking. I mean oh it, was, it was thrown to you. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan's like, TJ walks away. I stop. Done. That is a you know what? That's a very fair point. So I went to South Georgia to Thomasville, uh, did a little Jonas. If you know, you know it's amazing. Jonas. They get their shrimp from like about 20 minutes from where you guys live. So, you know, the ocean is what I'm trying to say. They do a good mm-hmm. job getting the shrimp from the ocean. But while there in South Georgia, did a little bourbon hunting. I got myself uh three different bottles, two of which I'm excited about. 
One, I have a little buyer's remorse, but uh, Joe Decadence has told me to not be worried about it. I got early times bottom bond bourbon, which I need to restock on. You guys are fools for not putting that on the big board. I'm with Joe totally. This big board is irrelevant without that on there. It's a damn travesty. Two, I got myself a little Henry McKenna, but Henry McKenna bottle and bond at $45. Uh, just it's hit or miss for me. The, the actual, like what the barrel is. Cause it's single barrel. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've had some, I'm like, okay, it's pretty good. I don't know. I think it's overplayed, but it used, I mean, I swear when I started collecting like $30, at $45, it's 40, yeah, I, yeah. I thought 45 is still fair. 10 year yeah. old bottle and bond bourbon. Like I've seen probably, like 60 in the stores. I'm like, I saw that another yeah, shop yeah. that I went to the, over mm, the hunting that was 65. And I was like, eh, eh, eh. I'm glad yeah. I went in that order. Finally, I got the Rebel. I don't know if this is Rebel or if it was Rebel Yell still when they made it. The but it's Rebel now um, because you know PC. The Rebs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, probably, probably for the best. Uh, just the Rebs. Um, it was their distiller select at about like forty dollars. We're talking about like one hundred and fifteen proof weeder from a you know solid company. So uh, so yeah, I feel like that was one I'm a little skeptical on because I've heard things that are hit or miss depending on what the actual store pick is. But that was it. Nothing crazy. Not like you guys. I didn't get the great. Uh, I didn't get a banger like you guys did. So I got a couple things. No, I wouldn't call either one of them a banger, but I, mean, uh, I, I got this from Decadence Joe. He gets more shout outs on this show than we give ourselves. Um, but a Four Roses single barrel pick, um, an OESV pick, <laughs> 10 years, seven months. Excited for that. Love these Four Roses picks. Why? Well, I don't know why. I don't know what's so funny here. Oh, did we get a comment? Did Joe just comment? No, it's Brendan can't breathe. Can't not opposed. Not opposed to a sample. We took a oh. shot at the straight edge, and I have to say, <laughs> maybe it's higher than eighty-two proof. It went down the wrong pipe. I remember my first bourbon, and then I also got um, out of the vault. I went and picked up the John J. Bowman um, single barrel. So uh, that's a favorite of Elliot's. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I don't know if that'll end up with him, or if I'll end up drinking that, or what. We'll figure it out. <clears throat> um seems like a better vault selection than future spoiler blood oath. our review blood oath. let's get into what do you guys have anything else before we uh preview our review episode or what nope. do you guys want to do here nope that's it all right what are we reviewing brendan on thursday i put the bottle back already i don't have it now that we record these out of order but blood oath oh ah 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 Six pack number six. Uh, it is a allocated bourbon from Lux Road, which is the same people to do Rebel that we talked about just a minute ago. And it is finished in cognac, so it follows with our finished theme. It is the end of October, so we're celebrating Halloween a little bit early with the Blood Oath. Ah, 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 ah. And that's what we're going to review. We should, uh, on that review, we should talk about what our favorite candies are. Oh, let's do that. That's a great that's idea. A good, that's a good idea. Really on topic. I like Woo! it. I like it. Let's we spend five minutes on it. We should talk college basketball as well. Yeah. Um, all right. So, oh, yeah, we already did that. Whoops. Whatever. No, we did it in this. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, we'll do it. All right. Relax. Tippy toe. Tippy toe. Yes. No idea. Three be, people got that joke, be. and it's going to be hilarious to all three of them. And you want to be my latex salesman. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So go check out Thursday's review where we review oh, yeah. pack six. Thank you guys for hanging out. Those live and those dead. Um, just kidding. Happy those Halloween. Watch, watch or listen on replay. Um, 
We appreciate the interaction on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of the above. And we appreciate the people that send us samples like Joe Decadence and Jake, who should send me samples because Ben doesn't show up and be a friend. And um, Elliot, who is currently dead to me for the next like two days, though. Him and Chris Neen, both of you, dead. You got the right labeled sample, though, so just... So you're back alive. You're alive, Elliot. You're alive. Yeah. All right. We will see you guys next time. Cheers. Cheers.